Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Charles Wonsism. Now let's get after it. Hello guys, how are you doing? I hope you all are keeping safe wherever you are. You know, just keep your faith up. For you know, whatever is happening right now will pass. You see, for for me, for us personally, you know, I'm beginning to feel a little bit, you know, kicked up in my house. So that had, you know, let us go out for walks more often. It is good to go out at least to take some fresh air. Or what do you think? You know, I'm just advising you just you create a regular schedule for doing some form of exercise or activity. You know, like a couple of hours ago, I had, you know, gone out and I, I walked around, around my, uh, around my building a couple of times. You know, I did some kind of brisk, brisk walking. Just going around, you know, doing things that will keep you active and keep you sane so you don't feel all cooked up in your house. And, you know, you can also play some online game with family members. Like in my family, uh, we play an online game on the weekends. So I'm talking about, you know, family members spread across different continents of Africa, Europe, and North America. So uh, get active and get the best you can from this current situation, okay? Uh, I promise you this will pass and uh, we will be grateful to God uh, for keeping us safe, yes. So in my previous uh, episode, I had promised to discuss the topic I captioned, the buoyancy of faith. I feel this topic is important because I feel God wants to speak to somebody today about how to stay afloat above the current events and happenings in our world. But first, let me define what buoyancy means. Buoyancy is the ability or tendency to float in water. It is the upward force exerted by a fluid that opposes the weight of a partially or fully immersed object. So, in other words, buoyancy keeps you afloat. When someone who does not know how to swim is in water, he or she uh, risks the, the event of drowning or sinking. So what did the researchers do for this kind of people? They invented what we call the life jacket. Now, even if you do not know how to swim and you wear a life jacket, you will most definitely stay afloat. So it was designed to keep you afloat, and that is buoyancy. And faith works exactly like that. Faith is the life jacket to keep you above it all so that you don't sink in the troubled waters of this world. Job 22 verse 9 says, When men are cast down, then you shall say there is a lifting up. Now, people of God, that is buoyancy right there. Men being cast down show that when people begin to sink and compromise their stand in Christ, when they begin to sink for fear and doubt, 
you will be experiencing buoyancy. In other words, you'll be experiencing a lifting up because of your faith in God. For Noah, it was the ark of God's presence. It kept everyone in the ark safe in a world where all living things sank and perished in the great flood. That ark was experiencing buoyancy and it was kept afloat through the faith of one man whose name was Noah. Noah's experience was explained in, in our episode, in episode 54. So please listen to that episode for more insight. So yes, there are troubled waters of this world, some of which are strange diseases like the coronavirus, fear, doubt, wars, and false teachings. Jesus gave us an insight into this. In Luke chapter 21, verse 28, Jesus said, For when these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads. Jesus was very specific about the events that would take place. And he said, When fear and terror comes upon the world, we ought to be bored up or we ought to stay afloat through faith. When you read the entire passage in Luke 21, you begin to see that certain events will happen that would cause men to become afraid. But what was Jesus' response? He said to stand firm and do what? Lift up your heads. The lifting up of your heads means to stay afloat above the troubled waters of this world, else you will sink. There is a reason why experienced swimmers would tell anyone to keep their head up in an event of a disaster on any body of water like a sinking ship. We all know we live on oxygen and we must keep breathing if we want to stay alive on any body of water, be it a swimming pool or on the sea or an ocean or a lake. Keeping your head up, like Jesus said, is to live above the fear going on in the world. It is to live above sin and it is to live above the worldly standards of this age. And faith is the buoyancy you need to keep your head up, else you'd sink into what everyone else is sinking into. Jesus said, when these things begin to take place, stand up and do what? Lift up your heads. You see, for me, that is a profound statement. And, and it is exactly what we need at a time like this. To keep your head up above the fear and panic caused by this coronavirus. The buoyancy of your faith keeps you afloat. So you can survive anything the enemy brings your way. Keeping your head up, as Jesus advised, is to look above your present condition. And looking up to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. You know? This business of keeping your head up reminds me of a scripture in the Old Testament. You see, 
when an entire nation was beaten by some strange snakes, only those who kept their heads up survived the plague. Let us look at Numbers chapter 21 verse 9 and it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and mount it on a pole. When anyone who is beaten looks at it, he will survive. So Moses made a bronze snake and mounted it on a pole. And if anyone who was beaten looked at that bronze serpent, he would recover. Now, just so you know, this experience is being you know, represented in all hospital logos across the world. If you notice, when you closely look at um, a logo, the hospital logo, there is a serpent coiled up upon a cross today. And in most hospitals across the world, that is the logo. You know, when I was much younger, you know, I noticed it and I never understood until I opened the Bible and I saw, you know, what Moses did. So anyone who looks up, according to that scripture, would be made to recover. Now, back to our story. When the snakes beat, you know, most of the people, only those who looked up or those who kept their heads high, high enough to look above their present deadly conditions, survived. And they were made well. These people were doing what Jesus said in Luke chapter 21, verse 8, which is to do what? To keep your heads up. Like I have earlier explained, keeping your head up is the only action required from us at this time. At a time of great fear and uncertainty affecting our world, our jobs, our careers, and our lives. This is the only way to stay above water. Else, we sink with those who are sinking. Now, there are many talks out there telling you what to do in this season. I get that. But the greatest words are the ones coming from Jesus himself when he tells us to do what? To keep our heads up. Now, of all of God's creation, the ostrich fascinates me. You want to know why? I'll tell you why. It is because there is a myth that an, op- that an ostrich is afraid, you know, whenever it is afraid, it pops its head in the sand. <laughs> yes, and that was what I was told growing up. Now, I'm not sure why it does that. And if it is at all true, then that is a response an ostrich would usually give when it is threatened or when it faces danger or fear. Now, imagine if that was true. That tells me that this bird only wishes this fear or threat can disappear by burying his head in the sand or, you know, just lying on the ground for any wild animal to attack it. The ostrich does the exact opposite of what Jesus tells us to do. Jesus tells us to keep our heads up. But what does the ostrich do? The ostrich buries his his head in the sand out of fear. Now, Jesus said, when these fearful things begin to happen, we ought to keep our heads 
up. But like the ostrich, many bury their heads in the sand and hope this unfavorable condition goes away. They fall and they begin to sink for fear and the uncertainty facing them. You know, this whole thing reminds me of a man who experienced buoyancy. I mean, literally. Let us read Matthew chapter 14, verse 26. And he says, Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said. And they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? Now, isn't this amazing? I mean, Peter was walking on water. Who does that? I mean, Peter experienced buoyancy. As soon as Peter's foot touched that lake, though it was water, I believe his faith automatically became an invisible film between his feet and the surface of water. And as long as he kept his head up looking at Jesus, everything would be okay. And he enjoyed this experience for a little bit until that film of faith began to literally disintegrate. And this disintegration of his faith led him to lose his buoyancy. And so he began to sink. That night, what caused Peter to lose his buoyancy was the fact that he had taken his eyes off Jesus and began to look at the distractions of the wind and troubled water. He disobeyed the command Jesus gave to us, which is to do what? To keep our heads up above the troubled waters of the coronavirus or whatever in your life affecting you today. Now, in case you don't know, there are troubled waters in our economy caused by the loss of jobs. The stock market is crashing. Oil prices are low. Life as we see it now is not what it used to be. And there are indications that it may never get normal again. There is fear and hunger in the land. People are wondering if their jobs will be secure in the coming weeks and months. If this shutdown continues. Nations are already in debt. The United States have run out of money to bail out small businesses. These are the troubled waters facing all of us today. And it is only our faith that will keep us afloat or buoyed up 
above these things happening in the world today. And if you feel like you are sinking, you know, just like Peter, then I want you to just say a little prayer with me from the book of Psalms chapter 69. And it says, Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into the deep waters. The floods engulf me. I am worn out, calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail, looking for my God. You know my folly, O God. My guilt is not hidden from you. May those who hope in you not be discouraged because of me, O Lord, the Lord Almighty. May those who seek you not be put to shame because of me, O God of Israel. And I want you to know, people of God, that I pray, we pray, that God will keep you and heal you even as you keep your heads up in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, I cannot wait for my wife to bring you another dynamic message next week. So please make sure to tune in and remain blessed. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, and leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram page, which is at walkinginpurposepodcast, and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.